Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, you guys asked for it. That was a little loud. That was a little loud. I forgot to say marriage. Marriage! Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to start talking. All right. Hi, everybody. I don't have a poem this week. I don't have a lot this week, in fact. Um, but uh, this is the Pack Filler Podcast. I'm Pat Bulger. I'm ABM all by myself. So there's no need for formalities, right? How's it going? Um, just to, I, you know what I, after, after all those people kind of complaining and stuff like that, I don't know if it was a complaint, but God, the sound levels just are all over the place. This is going to be a hack show. This is going to be a short one. As I was saying, because I've been getting people asking me why I don't do shows on a more regular basis. I think it's honestly because of the prep work. I'm not a very motivated person, but you know. I've opened an adult beverage, and I thought, I've got a couple things on my mind, and as time continues to distance itself from those individual events, I should probably talk about them soon. And so that that's where I came to this. It's going to be a shorter podcast today. So if you're planning on training for an entire hour listening to my annoying tones, I'm sorry. In the Pack Filler Studios, I'm Pat Bulger. Mark Hodgson will be back. He and I just uh, announced a gig last weekend, so he, and we are planning on doing a show. So plan on that. Um, how's it going? I know I already said that, everybody. Um, first of all, i got to thank sponsors. I always have to do that before every show. You know that. You know how it goes. You know who's going to be thanked. It's going to be the Suffer Fest. Thanks to Dave McCullen and the crew over at the Suffer Fest for doing what they do and continuing to do it. Dave's got all kinds of stuff in the works. Um, I don't know about you, but the last thing I'm thinking about right now is training indoors. Unless you're, unless you're in Australia where it's cold and yeah, I know that was a horrible dialect. Um, but here it's not where I am. It's not, it's not even close to cold. It is 101 degrees outside my door. I'm looking out the window right now. Actually, it's got a crack in it. All right. 
deluxe apartment in the sky we're living in here. Um, it's 101, and it's just not fun to train indoors at this given point in time. So no offense to a, a sponsor of the show for years, but I will be participating in their reindeer games once the reindeer come out, once it gets colder. But huge thanks to the Sufferfest crew. They've always got kind of cool stuff going on. I've been seeing reports of people doing knighthood attempts left and right. Way to go, you guys. You're badasses. I'm never doing that again. That was the hardest thing I've ever done. But thanks to the Sufferfest. Go to our website, click on the Sufferfest link, and um, get some videos. Get some. Get a kit. I want a kit. I do want a kit. I want a I don't know if I need the the knight's kit, but I want something cool like that. So maybe we'll we'll save up, you know, see what we can do with that. Um, also, I have to thank Elephant Bicycles, elephantbicycles.com. Copus, I'm going to talk about him. Great frame builder, builds beautiful rolling works of steel. And um, his National Forest Explorer is his cool model right now. Almost had hands on it at this recent event, and, and I will be talking about that recent event. But uh, be sure and check out elephantbicycles.com. And see what you've been missing out on that carbon fiber shit you're riding. Steel is real, man. You can just see the dude saying that. Got a beverage here, man. Steel is real. And it is. If you haven't ridden a steel bike, you don't know what I'm talking about. And you suck. So uh, try a steel bicycle. Also, thanks to Road ID ongoing. Identify your corpse. Make sure people are able to uh, bring you back to life and contact the ones you love. Thanks to Road ID. All our links on packfiller.com. Go there and check it out. Speaking of which, if you are out and about, I know I used to ask for this, but I don't anymore. And Marketing Podcasting 101 says you should ask your listeners to rate you on iTunes. Only if you're going to be... Nah, fuck it. If you're going to be mean, go ahead and be mean. I'm fine. I think. I, I am shallow. Um, a little vain sometimes. So, um, you know, and this is people start podcasts simply because they have no one else in their lives to talk to or they're in show business. So, um, I'm not in show business. So there you go. Uh, go to iTunes, give us a rank, tell us what you think. All right. Um, maybe, you know, I throw some merchandise your way. All right. Here we are. Short and truncated show for, uh, today. What is the date? Today is the 13th. Of August, and um, I had to come on and talk about a couple things that were in the AskSirPat.com, uh, AskSirPat at PackFiller.com. That's that new email where people can correspond to me directly. And I say Sir Pat as tongue in cheek, you guys. It's the Sufferlandrian thing. It's that knighthood thing. It's not that I think I'm that big of a deal, but I have asked, had people ask me about the Tom Danielson issue. I've had people ask me about the Tour of Utah and some of the tweets I sent out on the Tour of Utah. And um, I also wanted to talk about uh, the Midnight Century that just happened, and I told you guys I was going to talk about that one, and um, a little commentary on on some of the things that are going on, and then we'll move on. We'll, you'll be done. Might do these shorter shows just when I have a couple ideas because apparently some of you idiots you know, have some sort of masochistic tendency where you, where you want to... Listen, I don't know. Beer sip here. See, usually I can take a sip when Mark's talking because he does it all the time, but not today because I'm here all by myself and drinking. Um, it's the um, who makes fat tire? Who are the people who make fat tire? Damn it. 
the fuck? I can't remember. But it's their IPA, and it's it's good. We've got this place nearby called Growler Guys. I know I'm getting off topic, but you can take in a little 32-ounce bottle, and I can fill it, and I can have a like two days worth of beer there, and it's really cool. Yeah, you, yeah I'm drinking a 16-ounce beer, but it's in my Batman glass, and it's delicious. It's their IPA, and I can't remember the name of the brewing company. I don't. I know. I should remember. I keep thinking Fort George, but that's not right. Anyway. Uh, first topic you guys asked me about was my opinions on Tom Danielson. Fuck. Um, it, well, were we getting to a point where things were getting better? I don't know. No, we just haven't had any major positives in a while, I guess. Um, and Tom just got busted right before, night before tour of Utah, for some sort of a test, um, I, let me see what it was called, um, carbon isotope ratio. Accurate test able to distinguish between naturally occurring testosterone and its synthetic cousin using molecular weight. Whoa, that sounds intense. Um, it sounds like Tom has been flying beneath the radar, and it sounds like he's out of a job. And it explains maybe why he's so bald. Don't, isn't an overuse of testosterone or an overabundance of testosterone indicate baldness? Says me, who's as fuzzy as the late Robin Williams. So maybe I just don't have enough testosterone. I don't know. You guys are going to probably tell me it's the opposite. But God damn it, he got caught. Another writer got caught. U.S. writer got caught. Nothing like great PR for our wonderful sport. Especially right here in the U.S. of A., where people are so quick to judge. So, I hear people calling for John Vodders' head on a stick. They asked for John Vodders to step down because he had said that in earlier times, if something was, you know, we're in this for cleanliness, for to clean up the sport, and if it should go wrong, we will step aside. First of all, John Vodders didn't dope. Tom Danielson doped. I don't know, you know, I don't know behind closed doors. I don't know who said to do what or what to do who or anything like that. But here we are. We're, the problem's not going away. Riders are getting more um, more tricky, I guess, because a lot less are being caught. And as uh, the great Richard Fries said in one of our previous episodes, that maybe, I, I you know, who knows? None of us know. Would you have doped? No, I wouldn't have doped. I'm pure as the driven snow. You know, I'm voting for Donald Trump. Fuck you. You don't, you can't say that because you're not some rider coming out of high school, living his life, trying to achieve this goal, this dream, putting everything else on hold. You finally get up to that level. And then all of a sudden, everybody's faster than you because they're taking a little red pill. That's the testosterone. I'm going off of Tyler Hamilton's description of it. I don't know what the fuck testosterone looks like. I'm doing fine without it. I'm slow and... So you take the pill. It's either you take the pill and you go back to the Matrix or you don't take the pill and you go back to cranking a job at Walmart. Where does the decision come in? Tom Danielson, I'm not condoning what he's done... But what I am saying is this guy's got a livelihood, he's got a family to feed, and he's doing anything he can to stay relative. So he's cheating. I don't think, 
Vodders should be held liable for it. And you guys can tell me. Tell me what you think. Should Vodders be held liable for it? Should he quit his job? No, he shouldn't. If Vina Kurov is still holding the job, Jonathan Vodders should be knighted. I'm sorry, Vina Kurov. Maybe it's just because he's an asshole, but he's a lot less. a lot less guilty than he is. So, Tom Danielson gets kicked out right foot to Tour Utah. I don't know about you guys. I was just coming off of a great high off the Tour de France, looking for some bike racing to watch on TV. All excited. Hey, I didn't watch Tour Utah before. I've never had a chance to do it. Oh, cool. They got it on TV here. They got it here local. They got coverage of it. Oh, Todd Gogolski. He's an old friend of mine. I know Todd. He's a good announcer. He, he has some in- interesting insight. He's excited. He says the word guys a lot. You got to drink every time Gogo says guys. You will be drunk before the prologue ends. Before the prologue starts, you might. But, um,. I was happy to see Gogo there. And then all of a sudden, the coverage starts, and you're looking at the race profiles, and you're going, holy shit, there's a lot of climbing here. There's a ton of climbing here. And to quote my great, my good friend Ted Chauvin, it, it turned into not – it was climbing, but it was long, gradual climbs, at least from my perspective. And the racing was boring, not the coverage. The racing was boring. It just didn't have any punch. And I know it's a big deal for a lot of riders and a lot of uh, a lot of teams. And but it was just it was boring. I got the first two stages. I set my DVR for to record them all. And um, I only got the first two stages. Did, did could somebody please help me out here? Did did Fox Sports? Because it was on Fox Sports here locally. And did Fox Sports just cut the feed after two days? Because my I looked all over the place for it. And yes, I, I know you can go online, you can watch stages. But I'm, I'm a creature who have it. And I like watching my bike racing on TV. And I, it, it disappeared. I lost the rest of the race. So I just kind of followed it through stories online and... I, the, the, the stages I did see, you've got finishes in, in, in cities within Utah, and um, apparently everybody in Utah is not interested in bike racing because there were no crowds at the Tour of Utah. It looked like a ghost town, and the racing was ghost town-ish. So... I, I, I don't know. I, 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 what do you think? What did you think? The listener, what do you think riding on your trainer, sitting on your desk, driving your car, whatever, wherever you might happen to be listening to this, what did you think? I, I thought it sucked donkey balls. I thought it was terrible. And um, maybe that's just because I was so biased coming off of the Tour de France. I thought Gogo did a good job. I'm saying that because he's a friend. I honestly am, and I didn't think he did a bad job. I thought the guy who was sitting on the desk next to him, no offense to him, I don't know him from Adam, I thought either he was not very good or what he was forced to say was not very good. Maybe they're just handing him copy that he has to read and regurgitate, but man, he was asking a lot of dumb questions. So... Um, and the, the crash, I understand about the crash in your tour, Utah, who did that? Who's the guy that went down? Um, MTN Quebec guy. Oh, let me look it up. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I had to, how many people sent me this Guardsman's Pass Tour of Utah crash? If you are totally morbid, you can look it up if you want. Um, Personally, I thought it was horrible. Matt uh, Bramier, Bramier, Bramier. Sorry, Matt, for destroying your last name, but that's what I do. A really sharp turn on a descent. And I, I would love to have seen the road leading up to it. I had a listener ask me about my opinions on the crash and if it was Matt's fault, if it was rider error. Um, I can't say anything because I don't know the road leading up to that. But what you see in the video clip, is a very wide open switchback turn. It didn't look like it should be that big of a deal. He came in inside, car was going through the corner, looks like he didn't have a, any control over his bike and slammed into the car. Multiple guys did that in the corner. It was a weird turn. It looks like it shouldn't have been that big of a deal. But it was carnage. It was horrible. And to all the people who aren't cyclists who are sending me that video link, what do you what you think it is? This is awesome. Fuck you. That's 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 not cool. That looks that's that's not the part of the sport we enjoy. All right. Um, so tour Utah, uh, not much for me, and not even the crash. I didn't want to see the crash. I never want to see the crash. So there you go. Other thing, um, I was asked to to comment on the Midnight Century. I told you guys before the last episode that I was competing, not competing, it was not a competition, in a ride um, that took place here in here in my hometown um, and started at midnight, 100 miles, 60, about 60% of it gravel, a lot of climbing and, and whatnot. Uh, Glenn Copas from Elephant Bikes was there. He crushed it. He did really well. I think he did it in under seven hours. I know that sounds like, whoa, I can do it in about four and a half. Well, kiss my ass. Um, it was, it was a tough course. It is not an easy ride. And I have to admit, because of my lack of training, I went out super slow and was worried about not making it. Um, turns out I made it. But it took me just shy of eight hours. Um, a lot of choppy gravel, a lot of uh, the, the uh, ruts, you know, st- stutter ruts. What do they call it? Washboard. Um, and just 
I haven't been out in the middle of nowhere with, with just my lights on in a long time. Saw a lot of wildlife. Um, met a met a great guy who I ended up riding with because of the people we, we were all with. Um, one of them took was put a different set of wheels on his bike for the event. And uh, classic scenario, didn't adjust the gearing appropriately, was shifting into the smallest gear and put his derailleur into his spokes. Middle of the night, you hear this, and we're going, oh, God, you shifted into your wheel. And we get off the bike, and everybody shines their lights into his wheel. And it it took the rear derailleur and pulled it all the way around the body, not the, not the flywheels, not the pulleys. The body of the derailleur was snapped in half. And, of course, it, I think it had to have taken off the, the derailleur hanger. And so this guy screwed in the middle of nowhere. Fortunately, the middle of nowhere was about 30 minutes from his house. So his, his girlfriend came and got him. And this guy got a bike change. He went back home, got his mountain bike, came back out, hopped on, and finished like <laughs> like 30 minutes behind me. So this guy, I can't remember his name, and I apologize for not saying your name, but total badass. Um, way to go. And then I rode with another guy who, and I can't remember his name either. So um, there we go. There's my nice social skills. Uh, talk to somebody for a many, many hours and um, forget their name. But it was fun. And I think next year I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some friends out or go faster or something like that because um, I guess the average time should be under seven hours. And I was obviously on the other end of that spectrum. So maybe a little training beforehand. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I don't know, going a little faster the first half. Yeah, that might work. And, and we'll see what happens. Um, it, it's You guys, it's really cool. If you have something like that in your area, if you are within the Northwest, um, put it on your calendar. MidnightCentury.com is the website you can go to. It is a unsponsored, unsupported ride. You are responsible for everything. If you go riding off a cliff, you're the idiot who has to deal with that. And so don't think it's some sort of sanctioned event. It's just a bunch of people getting on their bikes and riding 100 miles starting at midnight. And it was a good experience. It was a lot of fun. And it kind of brought a little bit of life back into me for the sport, for cycling. Um, I, I, You guys have probably, if you've been listening at all, you've known that I've been kind of down on on my own racing, even though... People I coach have been doing really well, um, but um, my own racing has been kind of, uh, I don't, you know, geez, I started in 1982, and it, it I don't want to do the same crit anymore. And so events like this really kind of help stoke that fire a little bit, and um, it's it was great. It was a lot of fun, and I'm glad that I was talked into it. And I'm really glad I did the event. It was it was a good time. And I will be there next year. And I will train for it. And I will hopefully go a little faster next year. But it has motivated me. I've, I've got plans for a... Uh, and it's I don't know if there's a copyright infringement here, McQuillan. You might want to get on this. But it's called the Kootenai Suffer Fest. It's up in our friends... In our friend, friendly neighbors to the North Canada... And it's a 60-mile mountain bike race, and I'm going to sign up for that one, too. It ain't going to be pretty. 
but what the hell? We'll see. You know, maybe I can maybe I can suffer through that one. It is called the Kootenai Sufferfest, so I, I I don't think McQuill and Dave, you know, you guys over at Sufferfest, they should you should get together or you should you know inquire where the name came from. Although I think there's a Spinnervilles video out there, the video out there that is called Sufferfest. It's two the two words back to back, so it ain't no Sufferfest. All right, last on the show tonight, I want to comment on um, a, a post that I saw just today from, if you're on Facebook, um, Your Bike Hates You is is the name of the group. And um, the guy writes a blog, or Gaiza, or Girlza, I don't know anything about them, but I found them on Facebook, and I've been following them, post a lot of funny pictures. This is the, from the perspective of a wrench in a bike shop, somebody who's day in and day out fixing the shit that comes in. And in fact, their most recent one about triathletes was hilarious. Um, I'm not going to steal the material, but um, posted on Facebook today about what the hell's going on in terms of our awareness and and the amount of cars versus bikes accidents that are happening now and bizarre ones there was a link to this this article i found on people.com um on attacks on on cyclists in minneapolis they're getting they're getting bricks thrown at them from a person driving around hurting random people uh, just throwing something at them. So this this jackass is driving around in a truck, driving erratically, comes alongside a cyclist, and he hur- hurls a brick at them. I have a photo that I'm looking at right now, this guy named Mackenzie Jensen, who got nailed, broken bones in his face, and it's not fucking cool. And I, what I want to ask you guys, and, and thanks for commenting, and, and talk to me on Facebook or talk to me on Twitter or whatever it might be, um, is it just that we're finding out more about it because of social media? We actually get to read about more of these accidents, whether we want to or not, or is there some sort of cyclist versus cars versus cyclist bullshit war that's brewing here? Fuck folks over you guys over in London. I'm hearing horror stories about this. I'm seeing stories about enraged men having to be taken down because they're st- they're just going absolutely batshit crazy, and with GoPro footage, and I don't need to say GoPro because it shouldn't all just be GoPro. There's so many point of view cameras, so I'll say POV footage. Um, you're seeing just some absolute insanity out on the roads there, and I don't know about you guys, but I got to go to work on Mondays. Um, I want to go home to my family. I, I'm. I mean, just these constant stories of people taking their lives into their hands on their daily commute. If you're a cyclist, you have a responsibility. I guess this is my little mini rant. You have a responsibility, whether you are a fixie, whether you're a roadie, whether you're a triathlete, whether you're a mountain guy, whether you're a downhiller guy. You have a responsibility. You're representing cycling for the rest of us. If you blow through a stop sign, a car honks you, you flip him off, has no effect on the rest of your day. Very likely. But you know what? If that car comes by me, or heaven forbid, my fucking kid, while he's out on a road ride... And he takes the rage because of the action you did. 
Wow. You don't have to be an asshole. You know what? And I'm going to say this about the people in the midnight century. We started in downtown Spokane. There were people bombing red lights left and right. I know you're in a hurry to get there in under seven hours. But when people are standing on the street corner and they're seeing all of you guys bombing through a corner, I mean, bombing through a red light, it makes every single one of us who straddles the top tube look like a fucking asshole. Don't do it. Please don't do it. If you have to use that red light to get that much closer to that seven-hour cutoff time, drink one less beer. Do one more interval. Please. You have the responsibility to represent every single one of us out there. Well, what if a fucker tries to throw a beer can and beer bottle at me or a rock at me? Heaven forbid this poor guy. You know what? Call the cops. Last time I checked, you are not a licensed officer that can make arrests. Call the cops. If they pull over and they're screaming at you, smile and just let it happen, you guys. Please. Because you know what? There is no way anything you say to that person on the side of the road at that given point in time, there is nothing you are going to say that is suddenly going to make the light come on above their head. It's like, oh, holy shit, you're right. I didn't understand. No, that's never going to happen. Please, 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 please. Okay? Stop at the red. Go with the green. Stay to the left. Stay enough to the left um, or the right, whatever fucking side of the road you're on. Stay to the side of the road, but not all the way off to the side. You know what? I would rather have a car give me a honk and a yell and then have to go around me than do that where they have to cut as close as they can to stay within the lane and still pass you at the same time. Think of yourself as a motorcycle. All right? Just do it. Okay? Now, if you're a driver, what the fuck are you doing listening to this podcast? If you're a driver who thinks cyclists belong on the sidewalk, you know what? You're an asshole. You're an ignorant asshole. If you are that late for work, put the crack pipe down, quit doing meth, and get to work and get up out of bed for work 15 minutes earlier. Please. Quit thinking that these cyclists don't pay taxes. You know what? I own a car. I pay taxes. I still ride my bike, though. Okay, enough of this shit. All right? And if... Yeah, I just, it's sad and it's freaking me out. And I want to know if it's just because we're finding more out about these stories or if we're not. Or, or if it's just happening more in the in the world. If, if there's just more rage happening. We're also pissed off about the shit Donald Trump's saying that we're just, we're angry generally across the board. I don't know, I think it's a little bit of both. And that's what your bike hates you, those folks said. They think it's a little bit of both. I don't know. Give me your perspective. Send something to me. All right. Short podcast this week. Thank you guys. Um, I'm going to be posting a lot more of these uh, whenever this shit comes into my mind. Um, when Mark's here, we'll obviously do the full length shows. And when we have guests, the ABM guests, we will do those. Maybe I'll categorize them differently so you guys can know what's going on. This is an ABM, but maybe I'll call it an ABM stubby. Okay. Or something. Like that. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to call it, but we'll figure something out. Thanks, you guys. Stay safe out there. Please keep the rubber side down, and um, I will, I'll catch you next week. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.